0: keep it rolling it's cool. it's cool i
1: don't know greg i don't like it
0: what's why what's, what's 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 wrong what's your what's your reservation
1: uh, maybe this this is a live thing uh i i i don't know
0: right you settle it we're we're, we're live on instagram and I know. we're recording the podcast yeah how are you
1: yeah good <laughs> you don't, I don't like, like it. it greg it's weird like i feel it. yeah it's you're strange. settling
0: to it you're settling to it just uh just don't swear so much
1: well that's not happening um, if it's where loads, can we go off Instagram?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, people are going to see how much we actually, this is behind the scenes, and how much we actually edit out, and uh, how much what you end up <laughs> listening to on a Friday John, isn't what we end up thanks, with. Thanks, John.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man, cheers, John. How are you? You right? right? I'm not good. I feel very uncomfortable, <laughs> Greg, if I'm perfectly honest with
0: you. Well, get used to it. This is this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Um, anyway, how's your week been?
1: Good. It's just one-word answers now. That's all you're getting from me, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Okay. No, you're my sweating. week's been great. Th- you're sweating. I know. He's sweating. Dave's sweating. <laughs> I don't, do you know, we're episode twenty-four. 20. Do you know how many weeks we've been doing this? And we do one live stream, <laughs> I presume, with, I fi- with five people watching. And you I start know. and you start getting a little sweat on.
1: Yes, it is warm in my mum's spare room as well. To be fair. Um, um my week has been great greg how has your week been
0: uh, yeah nothing much to report you know same old same old <laughs> yeah thank chris um, <laughs> so so yeah we are we are having a little go at live streaming on instagram whilst we're doing that uh we've got a few people watching uh and it means we have questions coming in whilst we're recording <laughs> which is pretty cool uh yeah. chris chris holland said says uh, uh what do you think of Jared Leto, Dave? I think he's trying to entice him to swear. Don't rise, yes. Dave. Don't no, rise. I won't rise, and
1: I won't actually give everybody my real reason why I don't like Jared Leto. Research it yourself. <laughs> yeah. The bad man. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, cool. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. We can't really catch up because we've not been doing anything. Have you just been chilling around the house? What's what, What's been going on?
1: Chilling in my full house, full of moody teenagers, which has Is it- not been... <laughs> is, is, everyone
0: get, is everyone getting on all right? <laughs> yeah. <Cool.
1: laughs> next question. <laughs> good stuff.
0: Uh, right. Well, 24, big one next week, 25. We're doing a quiz next week, 25. Yeah, we are
1: doing a quiz, which we need to decide on our quiz topic. I think essentially yeah. it's either going to be The Dark Knight or Shaun of the Dead. So we're so having go good friend of the podcast, Christian. Uh, I think all most of the people... <laughs> watching the live stream will know who Christian is um, he is going to come on and he's going to write a little quiz for us and he's going to test our knowledge on two of our fav- well one of our favourite films Fantastic. which going to be good for fun it's going to yeah, be great you, uh, you're going to win
0: we know this already but inevitably yeah <laughs> uh, but I'll give it it be good I'll, fun. yeah I'll give it a good shot anyway uh, great. shall we um, shall we go into the intro we need we need our intro music oh yeah so we need, we need to do a little bit of accounting, don't we?
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't the hell, Greg. You put me on the spot here. A one, a two. two a one, one two, two, three, four. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dad's on Film. Sean of the Dead is my favourite hey. Simon Pegg movie. Uh, yeah, mine too, but also H-H- spelt wrong.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, it's Sean with an H. <laughs> Thank you. HHHHHHED. Yeah, um, Sean of the Dead, I think, is probably. I can our imagine that's probably going to be the
1: one, isn't
0: it? Yeah. We both have massive love for. Edgar Wright, and particularly that film, you got red on you. So yeah, so uh, Chris is going to be quizzing us probably about that next week to mark episode twenty-five. We're going to start easing our way into Christmas this week, aren't we? we have got a little Christmas stuff next week. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: so Chris has said, Chris, uh, Chris, you beauty, my sixteenth birthday movie. We went to see Shaun of the Dead for Chris's sixteenth uh, birthday in Wigan, and Chris ah, Lever nice. fell over that day. I don't know if you remember. Of course, you oh. remember. It was a big day. A lever fell over in the middle of uh, Wigan, and uh, yeah. we we still remember it to this day. It's hey, Soz.
0: I Soz. Oh, my wife's got to behave. My wife's here as well. My wife. Oh right well, here.
1: hello. Soz is Soz not in bed. Uh, I know he should be. T- he's
0: got got to go. at three o'clock. Saus, why <laughs> aren't you in bed? Jesus. Soz says he's setting his alarm.
1: <laughs> uh, Jane said, I- uh, need "You need a tea, babe." No, I've got
0: a cup of tea. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Uh, nice, good one. So last week we did a little bit of rundown of the streaming services and some of the stuff that was on uh, has come up on Prime and Netflix. Loads of mm. good stuff that's come up, quite recent stuff. And uh, we spoke about some of our little picks, our favourites that are on there. And on the back of it, quite a few people have gone on, gone to watch some of the stuff that we chatted yeah. about and some of them people yeah. have messages in Jack said, just watch knives out from your recommendations enjoyed overall thought it was really clever and well-written. However, is it just me that thinks uh, Craig's American accent was a bit crap? Yes, it was kind of yeah. uni- universally. I mean, I don't, I think it's almost, He's like having it a good a, time,
1: it was, isn't he? He
0: was, a, <laughs> he was having a great time on knives out. You've not seen that. Yeah. So my mum and dad watched it as well on Saturday night and, uh, um, I spoke to them on Sunday morning. They were just like, "Watched knives out last night." In your recommendation, recommendation. They absolutely loved it. They thought it was Amazing. awesome. So it's nice when people watch things that uh, yeah. that we recommend. Yeah, decent. Brilliant, uh, brilliant. So I'm doing all the correspondence this week because unfortunately, literally
1: it. can't see them. So and there's quite a lot of messages and things.
0: Yeah. So Chris said, "Finally watched Jojo Rabbit last night." Which Chris is this? Is This Chris Holland said
1: No, this is Chris Ward. Okay, Christian. cool.
0: So. Uh, so Chris had "Finally watched Jojo Rabbit last night. I effing I loved it. I'm not going to swear because you know we're live. We're live. I effing loved it. It was absolutely brilliant, and that is hands down the best performance I've ever seen from Scarlett Johansson. Great. I mean, it's it's quite. Some people really didn't like Jojo Rabbit. I loved it as well. I it, absolutely loved it. Awesome. I thought it was
1: brilliant. I think and you've got to great. kind of get yeah, you've got to get Taika Waititi's style a little bit to understand Jojo Rabbit. And yeah." Like how he's just he's kind of just having a laugh, <laughs> ultimately. yeah Um, so but I i get why people didn't like it. Um I told Chris to watch it ages and ages ago when he finally watched it. Um so his kind of comment about Scarlett Johansson how he never really rated her mm. leads on to a question we've got a little bit later on. Um yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, Ebony, who's just popped up uh, to watch in the live stream, she messaged the other day and said she'd watch The Truman Show. And on the back of. And ultimately, one of
1: the best films ever made. Yeah, well, she
0: said it was so good. She really loved it. Uh, yeah, so we've got some more, more of your thoughts a, bit, a little bit later on. Uh, so thanks for messaging in. Give us your thoughts on anything you've seen recently, whether it's something we've spoken about or whether it's something you've seen that we might not have. Uh, send us. Uh, a message on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Tell us what you're watching at the moment, what you've liked and what you've not liked. Yeah, boy. Everybody, everybody says "Ail" hey, oh, was really good.
1: <laughs> Still,
0: thanks. Yeah.
1: Uh, I feel like I'm performing <laughs> now, Greg, and I really don't like. Well, that's probably
0: that's <laughs> not, not not a bad thing. It gives you a little bit of a, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, but uh, this is ridiculous.
0: But let's give uh, Chrissy Beauty a little um, shout a little out because doesn't he, he twitches? Oh, okay. Go on, uh, go and follow it. It's
1: it's not been diagnosed with anything, but oh, hang on, that's that's Joan's wardrobe. That hang on. If you,
0: um, if you do the Twitch, I mean, I've been told we should do the podcast on Twitch before because apparently it's not just gaming. Uh, I thought it was
1: just games. I don't know, apparently,
0: apparently, people do stuff like this on the Twitch as well. But if if you're into the Twitch, go and go and find (laughs) Chris Chris U Beauty and uh,
1: yeah, yeah, games, yeah. Games. peanut
0: butter 524 hello welcome um, welcome
1: uh, right okay You ready? Right, go on then greg ask me the question okay
0: dave i've got a question for
1: you okay greg i'm ready
0: what's coming up on the show
1: cue the music so coming up next we've got last week's homework which was the founder then we've got this week's news we've got a bit of a question about uh, performances uh from actors who've kind of caught you off guard then we're going to review uh, a fairly recent release, which is called Calm with Horses. Our social this week is Jingle Jangle. I think is that what it's called? Who knows? Yep. Um, yes. Then we've got our Dirty Dozen, and then we're going to be setting next week's homework. There we go. Amazing. These five people, who knows? <laughs> uh, can't wait. They just can't wait. Greg, I let's, can. Let's
0: do the show. <laughs> So this week, uh, Dave gave a recommendation on the back of his chatting about Michael Keaton, uh, who, mm. obviously, most famously Batman. And Batman. Back, back in nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's done other stuff since. Uh, so far, we speak about now, don't we? It's
1: just Batman. It's always done. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell uh, us a little bit about this film, Greg?
0: Uh, yeah, so you let, you sent me this for homework on the back of some discussion last week, and uh, it's about a guy called Ray Kroc who is a businessman who mm. basically made McDonald's massive. He made the franchise massive. He yeah. wasn't the original. He wasn't the original founder, uh, but it's all about how he sort of chanced upon uh, Dick McDonald and yeah. what's his brother called? Uh, it's. Uh... Uh, it's um,
1: it's Matt. Well, they call they call him Mac, Mac don't they? Mac, but, like, yeah, it's Mac, Mac, Mac McDonald, Morris, and
0: Morris, uh, uh, and that's played by John Carroll Lynch, who was yeah. on Trial of Chicago, Trial Saturday Chicago Saturday of the 7. Week, yeah,
1: and like, loads of other stuff. He's um, in so many. He literally is in everything. You yeah. uh, like he pops up in so many things. He plays the really creepy clown from um, uh, American Horror Story. Do you know when right. when we did the horror thing? You know the clown like the cl- the clown that was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's based off the clown from American Horror Story. Ah, cool. He's called like, uh, whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay.
0: So anyway, so Ray Croc is this sort of like, he's he's a milkshake machine salesman. Yeah. Traveling around, struggling to get by, and he gets this massive order off these guys. And they have the McDonald's restaurant, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we want eight of these milkshake machines. So he goes to see what this sort of restaurant is all about. And it's bizarre to us now because it's so normalized to us. But this mm. this was like the first fast food place. There were like people queuing and getting their food straight away. He queues up, he places order and they just give it to him. He's going, yeah. no, no, I, I've just ordered. He goes, <laughs> yeah, there's your, there's your food. All oh, right, Okay. Where's my pet plates where's my cutlery i just eat out of the wrappers and then throw the wrappers like,
1: okay. he's like where do i eat it and he was like in the park at home wherever you are and he's like oh okay
0: and it, isn't it funny how that is so alien it was yeah, so alien to yeah. people back then um and he kind of sits and watches them and i think actually these guys are really onto something this is pretty i cool. remember
1: this this just reminds me this is really strange i remember at uni one time Somebody said, "Oh, uh, we're gonna go get some breakfast in this place." But you, you sit in and you eat it. Yeah, And they were all like baffled by it. Like they were all like, "Well, you sit in and you eat your breakfast." I was like, "What? A f-ing cafe? <laughs> like, it's a cafe? What's yeah. it? What's, why is that such a Isn't thing?" It? And yeah. they were all like, yeah. "We're on plates." I was like, oh, "My god, you people are morons." <laughs> yeah. um, so, so I, swore.
0: So I oh, well, I'll bleep it out. It's fine. <laughs> um, So. Anyway, they he basically sort of twigs that. He wants to get in on this. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he speaks to them about, he, he spends some time with them, he learns about their story, which I think is really cool. You know, when they're sat yeah. in the restaurant yeah, yeah. and they're speaking about how they came to find the first McDonald's restaurant, how they came to set it up. I really like the stuff on the, uh, when they got on a tennis court and they chalked out the uh, yeah, kitchen yeah, yeah. to make it the best uh, setup for like delivering fast food uh, to making the food and getting them quickly. Um, so I really like when they're explaining that, like the use of the timelines um, and you know as they're having dinner and discussing what's on there and you always oh, you, you see all along michael keaton's um sort of brain sort of the cogs turning
1: i've, I've literally written <laughs> um what have i written one second see cogs turning at all yeah. times because yeah. <laughs> well, you can just see it like see he's he's sussing it all out isn't he yeah. and, and every single thing He's always thinking about yeah. what's going on and how he can kind of capitalize on that.
0: And I think he plays it so well; it's so believable. Basically, starts off as this, um, like, like a he's a hapless chancer, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, and just over time, he just sort of like gets more and more confident. To I mean, don't want to ruin it too much, but McDonald's, if you didn't know, <laughs> is this massive international, like, multi-billion-dollar <laughs> enterprise franchise, um, but. He gets builds his confidence and then builds his arrogance mm. and, um, get, and you know becomes quite becomes sinister, quite
1: ruthless, doesn't he? Sinister, ruthless, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really
0: loved it. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought really enjoyable. Um, I, I I assume most of it is uh, based on yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, so they did, it, but they did really well. Good good job of dramatising it. I love it when you get things that are not necessarily like the best ideas for a setup for a, for a story, but they dramatize them really well. A bit like the social network, you think yeah. that's going yeah. to be a boring film, but actually mm. it's awesome the way they do it. They put it together. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Really cool. I don't know much about John Lee Hancock. Um, he's the director oh he did the blind did side he, yeah um, did he come,
1: direct uh saving mr banks or did you have something to do with saving mr banks
0: he's the director of saving mr banks
1: yeah so i think you can tell i think that's maybe what he did after that um and you you can tell it it feels like oh, obviously it's set in the same world but if they could be kind of like companion pieces well i suppose they are companion piece um really good sort of um like i don't know just everything about it they do feel like the it's a good little uh, double bill that saved mr yeah. banks and then, and then the founder so um, i really enjoyed the founder uh, as i say it's a nice little companion piece to save mr banks michael keaton's brilliant as ever but i think it was it was a nice thing off the back of like birdman and 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 the, you know his his appearance in spider-man which i think actually came after this yeah, for him to sort of say, you know, I, I'm not just a one-trip pony. I can act, and he because he actually got quite a co- comedic background. Michael Keaton as well, coming from like yeah and
0: things
1: like that. So it was nice yeah. seeing him doing this kind of role, and it, it is it's more sort of versatile than you think it is. As you say, like this kind of like uh, the journey from the the chancer to being the ruthless kind of CEO, I suppose. Yeah, I, and I like how it's. And I kind of said this last week when I said here is it's a fairly, but bo- like you said, it's a fairly boring topic you know i'm gonna watch yeah. a film about capitalizing on uh pro like i don't know being a landowner for franchises rent, restaurant franchises I'm not that interested to be honest but yeah it's doing yeah, yeah. a really really good way it's yeah. sort of it's got a good pace to it the music's really great it's bro i really enjoyed it where can we watch this film greg the founder is available on amazon prime i want to say amazon prime so greg would you say this film was Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban or Gemini Man, which was that <sighs> Will Smith clone one. Okay. I mean,
0: mm. I'm, I'll i say Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Gemini Man's the one where they de-age him, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not seen it.
1: Um, nope, never have I. <laughs>
0: I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure I got as far in the Harry Potter films as Prisoner of I probably did.
1: Oh, that's the best one. That's the Alfonso Cuarón directed one. That's
0: the fourth one, is it? third one third one is that so chris columbus did the first two and then
1: yeah he did that yeah coran did the third one some random did the fourth and then david yates did all the rest cool from st ellen's david yates oh lovely uh there you go the founder everybody go watch it not right now continue listening
0: So, have we got any film news, David? This. Oh right, okay. We're doing this. This. Yeah, that's is, how we do it. Don't change yep.
1: now. You're a streamer, Greg. This is the news, everybody. This <laughs> <It's,
0: laughs> <It> is, <laughs>
1: uh, news. Okay. Promise you um, so,
0: deliver the news with apparent enthusiasm. Like last week. Chris says, uh, double Big Macs and the founder tomorrow night it is. That sounds like
1: Yeah. A, oh, yeah. They came out today. Thing, right? Yeah. They came out today. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's great, Chris. Go and watch it. It is really good fun. Um, so, news. Only a few bits of news, really, this week. The first one is uh, David Fincher signed a four-picture deal with uh, Netflix off the back of uh, Mank, which comes out in a couple of weeks, he's done Definitely a lot. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really, really looking, looking forward, forward, forward to that. It's just getting like insane reviews, so it's going to be pretty yeah. cool. He's worked with Netflix, Netflix for years now, really, hasn't he? Because obviously he did like House of Cards. Um, you know, he, was, uh, he directed a few of them and was like a producer, and also uh, Mind Hunter as well. But he's not really done many like much film stuff for for Netflix. So he yep. signed a four picture like film deal with Netflix now moving forward. So we cool. expect to see, you know, some more cool David Fincher stuff. You know, I don't think he's done a bad film when you, when, when you no. break it down. Um, well, we're looking at one of them for Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen, definitely. Um, so, you know, he's had some that haven't been quite as good. So like the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, You're Not Too Keen on Benjamin Button. Um, but as I say, I don't think he's done a bad film. So I'm really looking forward to seeing whatever he, whatever he does now.
0: Yeah, Benjamin Button's another one of them where I think I probably watched it under the wrong circumstances. It's a Mm. a long film and you've got to really commit to watching it. And um, yeah, I I know it's not, I can see that it's not a bad film, but Mm. one of them where I'd probably have to watch it again, but I have to set aside. It's weird,
1: Benjamin Button, because it doesn't feel like a David Fincher film. He kind of does like, you know, a majority of the stuff he's done is kind of like crime or like psychological kind of thriller type things. And then Mm. Benjamin Button, which is this like odd love story it's just a bit strange i actually really like it i think it's a, it's a really really interesting film um i've read the kind of the short story that's based on mm. um and yeah they kind of stretch that out as much as they possibly can do but there you go david fincher cool i quite like that um, oh, wow. bit of news. inevitably um they're making a lilo and stitch live action film now of course so, they and, are to add to the <laughs> Disney,
0: the scrape of the ball now aren't they
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just find that uh, weird the the whole Lilo and Stitch thing. I don't know how. I I never worked. watched it. The beauty the beauty of Lilo and Stitch is the the art behind it because it's, it's set in Hawaii and basically the, the what, are the they? what is, Stitch is a little animal. It's an alien. It's an alien. Oh, right, okay. Um, who's obsessed with Elvis, which I think it's pretty cool. Just <laughs> that funny. Um, uh, okay. but the the as I say, the beauty of Lilo and Stitch is it's set in Hawaii and actually it had a really really limited budget so what they did is rather than having like really uh amazing animation all the backdrops are watercolor so uh, right. so you know which you don't find in like in the animated Disney films and it just adds this like I don't know this whole kind of feeling to it uh, if, I think because it's kind of watercolor they feel like um What's the word I'm looking for? You know, like Hawaiian shirts, kind of like yeah. rubbish art on the Hawaiian shirts. It feels yeah. like that, but it adds this kind of like magic to it, I suppose. So oh, it's really cool. cool. Okay. But I just don't know how that's going to translate now into live action. I think it's definitely going to lose that um, weird.
0: It's that old thing, just because you can doesn't mean you should.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Go back so, to episode two or three when we did the Disney live action remakes.
0: Chris <laughs> yeah. is just chimed in on the live stream. And says, Tom and Jerry... To, as well, there's going to yeah. be a Tom and Jerry Thanks live
1: action. Tom and Jerry, it's called... uh What's it called, Chris? Tom and Jerry... I can't remember what it's called. But it's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it. We
0: have the facility to Google this kind of stuff. Very uh, true. Tom Very and true. Jerry live action. Yeah, Fair it's enough. just Tom and Jerry.
1: Fair enough. Um So... Yeah, got Chloe Grace Moretz in it. I've not really, I didn't look at the trailer because I-, I couldn't really care less, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, there's only one kind of animated live like and live action film that I'm interested in coming out in the next year, which is the Space Jam film, which we yeah. spoke a little bit about. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, um, we must be due a trailer for that soon, I think.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Have I, I, I they filmed it all?
1: Yeah, it's all filmed. Yeah. yeah. I, I suppose. Only I suppose. A while like, back like,
0: I suppose there'd be a, there's a lot of post-production to actually, mm. once you've shot the live yeah, stuff, to definitely. make it
1: work. So it might be a well for for...
0: Um, cool. Cool.
1: Um, last bit of news, which we mentioned a few weeks ago, it's not really film news, but um, officially Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKellany are owners yeah. of Wrexham. Football Club. just,
0: just cool. crazy. Absolutely Amazing. So well, I th- go. I th- it's going to be great for Wrexham. I think, you know, their sort of um, turnstile figures are going to, yeah. fly up, aren't yeah.
1: they? well apparently the, the pump they're saying they're going to put like a two million pound investment into it anyway cool. um and then you just got to think how many other people are going to go and watch rex and just to yeah. just just to, to <laughs> see ryan miles if he ever if he's ever there i don't think he's really going to make that many appearances somehow
0: have um, you been to rex no i've not i've never been to rex
1: you're all right you're not missing I've, much
0: our boy jack just chimed up and said they need to buy oldham
1: no, oh. <laughs> no one wants to buy old them, Jack. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you go into uh, JJB and all the can I have the latte shirt? Can I get the new latte shirt? And he goes, Oh, sorry, mate, I've sold it. <laughs> <laughs> <Have> it <Jack>. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, what, so that's your news this week.
0: What was that joke you sent me the other day?
1: Oh, the um, uh, hang on, the sergeant major. So the sergeant major comes into the barracks and says, uh, Private Jones, I didn't see you at my camouflage training session this morning. And Private Jones says, thanks, sir. (laughs)
0: Love it. That's got to have been a like, dance army or something.
1: I know, yeah. Uh, Oh, it was the cat one, wasn't it? Your man from Barnsley goes into a vet and says, oh, "Oh, my cat's not well. And the doctor says, is it a tom? He says, no, it's here. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the basket. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. That was the news thanks thanks you're very welcome how are those festive coffees going down greg pretty well i, I love I, you are know,
0: into my routine again now Of getting my nice uh you know get me ground freshly ground coffee going in the morning absolutely love it uh about to place another order with cloudgatecoffee.com. Did you know cloudgatecoffee.com do loads of coffee? They do other stuff as well. Uh, they do hot chocolate flakes. They do beautiful range of, of coffee. You can have whole bean. You can have it ground. You can have it for espresso. But best thing is, use code DADS. I just t- tried it one day. I just sat there. I thought, it says, type in your code. Uh, and you know when you do that, sometimes I just thought, I'm going to type in DADS. Dad, fifteen percent off. Fifteen. Little trick for our listeners there. Unbelievable. I want to try it. I just thought I'd share that with you. Worked for me. I want it to work for you as well. Fifteen percent off anything you order.
1: And where was that?
0: CloudGateCoffee.com, there's some stuff on there that would make great Christmas gifts for if you know any coffee lovers, you know, get your orders in now, for Christmas presents. Get a little selection pack of six different 125 gram bags of coffee. Uh, you know, you can get like those Airpresso machine things, uh, yep. get some nice hot chocolate bags, loads of stuff. Go and check out cloudgatecoffee.com. And just by chance, the code DADS got fifteen
1: percent off. Wow. Right, so uh, off the back of Christian's comment or, or, about Jojo Rabbit and how he sort of never really rated Scarlett Johansson as an act- actor uh, before that film, it got us thinking, are there any, performances by, uh, an, is there any performances by an actor who you didn't really rate before until one sort of standout performance and then that kind of changed things for you? Um, as, are there any for you, Greg, that kind of stand out?
0: The first one that came to me was uh, Robert Pattinson because, obviously, Twilight... I mean, you're more of a fan of... I wouldn't say you're a fan of Twilight, but I'm you're... I'm not a fan of Twilight, <laughs> but I can tolerate the Twilight films. <laughs> yeah, okay, but I, I, I mean, I maybe saw the first one, wasn't interested in the slightest, uh, and he he had this sort of teenage heartthrob sort of vibe going on because he was also in a Harry Potter, wasn't he? What is yes. he? Harry Potter? Club yeah. Yeah, um, and all that changed when I saw, probably firstly, The Lighthouse... Uh, mm. it's absolutely outstanding and this bear in mind this is all after um, he got announced as playing the Batman in uh, the forthcoming film the, the is it Batman. slated for 21 or 22 that now
1: uh, I can't remember now to be honest but anyway
0: we're not getting it for a while um, mm-hmm. and everyone kind of went alright okay um, like what's Matt Reeves seen that we haven't sort yeah. of thing until then I saw The Lighthouse and I was like whoa this guy actually is incredible and mm. since then uh i've seen him in tenet and i don't think he was incredible in tenet but he was certainly very good i, I liked mm. him in tenet and uh yeah and that kind of made me i'm really excited to see him see him in the batman now so that was a big one for me what about you? Mm.
1: well sticking with with our parts i think for me i've seen him in I have actually seen him in a lot more than than the Twilight films. Like po- his post Twilight films have been really interesting. He did some stuff with uh, David Cronenberg. He uh, he did a really kind of gritty like Australian film called The Rover, which is, like again wasn't an amazing film, but his performance was really really like interesting. And he's just gradually done like different types of films rather than like you know like some of the other kind of Twilight people. They, they immediately went into like, action films and and that sort of stuff. He just didn't. He was like, no, I'm, I'm a I'm a bit more of a serious actor. I'm going to do di- like really, really different roles and different types of films, um, yep. which ultimately then led to the light to the lighthouse. Um, one that kind of people have mentioned before is like a, a film called Good Time, which was uh, the Safdie brothers, who actually is going to lead to oh, okay. a second. So it's the film they made before Uncut Gems um, yep. called Good Time, and he's really, really, really good in it. Like really good in it. Um, le- le- Leading you
0: nicely onto
1: into. So for me. The one what a most segue recently, that is. What a segue. <laughs> the one most recently for me is Adam Sandler in um Uncut Gems. Yeah. Adam Sandler is such a lazy bastard <laughs> because he he just makes just churns out. He's got a, a ridiculous
0: Just tap, ridiculous, it in, tap it in. Tap it in. happy uh,
1: He's got this ridiculous deal with Netflix where he he, he comes out with maybe like three films for them a year, but he's getting millions and millions to do it. But every now and again, he comes out with a gem, an uncut gem. Hey, you mean hey, that, Greg? God, so this, the, 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 one most, the one most recently for me is Uncut Gems. He's absolutely incredible in that film. But if we go back like 10 years, he was in uh, Judd Akatar's Funny People, which okay. he was brilliant in. He was really, really good. He is essentially playing Adam Sandler, but he's really, really good in it. Put you back love, even, even further, love. you got Front <laughs> Drunk Love, which he's really, really good in. But as I, I, another film I mentioned, I don't know when a few weeks ago he's in a film called rain over me um, where he plays the father of um, well, basically he plays a guy who's got almost essentially got PTSD because his wife see. and kids, uh, his wife and kids died in nine eleven. They were on one of the planes yeah. um, and he, so it's him and Don Cheadle uh, and basically Don Cheadle, uh, they, they used to be college roommates. Don Cheadle runs into him and obviously notice he's a complete mess Um And it kind of goes from there and he really is incredible in it. It's, it is, it's a, it's a pretty good film. But he is he, Adam Sandler. Really, really does put like a great performance in. in that I film. feel like I've seen that. Maybe you may have seen it with me that. years ago. Uh, did come out a while ago. It really, it went like unnoticed, to be honest. But um, Jada, yeah. Smith and, uh, oh, Jada Smith
0: and oh, was
1: Jada Smith? I don't remember Jada Smith being in. And be honest,
0: but... Donald Sutherland, who I've been watching recently in uh, The Undoing.
1: Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in this the is film I cheekily
0: speaking, not about could... film there for a
1: minute. But nice. Yeah. He was in Outbreak the other day that I watched with. Uh, Justin Hoffman. Anyway. Cool. uh, So yeah, for me, Adam Sandler, definitely. Every sort of 10 years, he kind of snaps out of it a little bit and makes a good film. So there you go. It can't
0: be good you're making a living because, I mean, not so much these Netflix films, but like, you know, all all the old ones, like Little Nicky and... Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore, and uh, Big Daddy, and all that. Mm. You know, p- people flock to watch him, and I probably they probably did even better on DVD than they did, you know, yeah. In the cinemas I, as well.
1: Again, not saying they're bad films, and that he's he's bad in them, but it's kind of since then he got he's got very lazy. Let's sort of say, yeah. you know, in the last maybe five years, I could name you maybe two Adam Sandler films, but he's probably released fifteen. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, there you go. Definitely. Anyway. Um, um, so we bit. asked you guys. Oh, sorry, go on. Do you want, you I was want just going to
0: gonna say. Well, I'll wait for you to do this bit first, and then. Okay. Uh, there.
1: okay. All right. So we asked you guys. We put the question out on social media and asked you guys, and we got loads and loads of responses. So Callum said, as I've just said, uh, Robert Pattinson in Good Time. As most people did, I used to think that think of him as the Twilight kid. But wow, that film changed my mind. He is phenomenal and is one of my favorite actors. Told you. <laughs> yeah. You should watch Good Time. I was texting you a few weeks ago when I was watching it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not quite as good as Uncut Gems, but it, it's it's a pretty good film." Cool.
0: I'll put it on my watch list. It's on um, is it? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, a lo- I mean, I think Robert, Robert Pattinson, or Pats, is one of the f- first people first. People that comes to mind for a lot of people, because mm. uh, Rick messaged and he said Robert Pattinson. I think uh, most people see him as the twi- uh, as Twilight and of typecast him for all other films. But in Tenet, he really did redefine my perception of him, and I'm now not completely terrified of him playing the Batman or oh, yeah. Batman. Um, which I loved yeah. him in Tenet.
1: He was so cool. I, yeah. tell, I walked down with my collar up and doing this little swagger thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um,
0: and um, and on the back of that, uh, I. Said to him then as he was messaging us, I said you need to go and watch the lighthouse. And if you've yeah. not seen the lighthouse, go and check out the lighthouse. It, it's it's bonkers, but it'll leave you well, it's an experience. I think the lighthouse yeah. is an experience. So yeah, um, anyway. We are so, we're also so. getting live contributions. So oh, okay, Chris, cool. Chris says the Rocky says, uh look hang on a second. I'm gonna have to bring my phone closer, can I actually read this? <laughs> um mind. Ah, right, okay. Great hair, (laughs) dude. I don't think he's being serious. He says The Uh, Rock, but still waiting for a standout performance.
1: Yeah, no true. Maybe
0: Pain and Gain. Uh, Pain and Gain was... um, A bad Michael Bay film. Michael Bay film, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it's supposed to be just really sort of gratuitous and just,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's Michael Bay's good fellas, but it's bad. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jack Jack Oldham Athletic Football Club our boy Jack says <laughs> again he said Pattinson but he says he's pretty good in Devil All The Time which is that one that you've seen that yeah, I haven't yeah, he's in
1: that. Jack's seen it as well by the sounds of yeah. it
0: uh, any other any other yeah.
1: messages? So Jen messaged she said Hugh Grant in The Gentleman he plays a bumbling idiot in everything else but was actually quite good in this bit different we didn't really like that film too much but he was he, he was he
0: was having a great of
1: time Things he? about it. He, he was enjoying himself, let's put it that way, it's, yeah,
0: yeah, and that's he usually plays, yeah, like Jen said, this sort of very English bumbling idiot because it sells essentially that, yeah, that sells in America, doesn't it? He is quintessentially English, um, and they seem to like that, and he kind of plays on that. It's a fair play, it's got him a lot of roles, in it, um, uh, over the years, but he's doing this sort of like geezer sort of role yeah. in this, isn't he? it plays uh, like is. this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's quite uh, anyway L- that's
0: Lever wrong. says Lever says uh, sliced alone in Copland I liked him for Rocky anyway but Copland was the first time I thought he was more than a typical Hollywood action hero and could actually act I've not seen Copland have you seen Copland
1: I have a while back probably I'll essentially say no because I don't really remember anything from it so but it, it is he is meant to be pretty great in it to be honest
0: he says you to think Shia LaBeouf was sh** for Transformers, etc., until watching him in, in Fury, uh, yeah. I've not seen Fury either. But Peanut Butter Falcon was uh,
1: our one. Yeah. For yeah. So Fury, I went to see Fury on my own. <laughs> Cause why not? Okay. Um, when, did that, when did that come up? Probably it was about six years ago, something like that. Um, Brad Pitt. Um, You're bang on 2014. well done. Yeah. I know. I'd be. <laughs> oh, it's David here. <laughs> Yeah, David Ayer directed it. Brad Pitt, um, Michael Pena, uh, Shane from Walking Dead, what's his name? John Bernthal. Uh, it's bloody good. It's great <laughs> film, Fury. Actually, it's really, really good. So Shia went fully method. Removed one of his teeth, um, yeah. and basically they would do. He's supposed to have a cut on his cheek, and they were yeah. doing like makeup prosthetics, and he was like, "No, nah, I don't like it." Got a knife out and just cut himself, and then every day would just cut himself again just so it was fresh. Oh, and now, Jesus. in all of his films, he's just got this big, <laughs> this big scar on his face. He's a nutter, that guy. Anyway, I'll here you
0: go. I'm just kind of thinking, maybe it's my age, but I just think, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like...
1: Yep. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Meg said, Tom Cruise until I saw Rain Man, 1988. Uh, yeah, thanks. Rain Man is... <laughs> thanks for the accuracy <laughs> there. Um, Rain Man is great, to be fair. It's a, it's a good film. Uh, and I yeah. think before that, like, he'd only really... You know, he'd done Top Gun and things like that. But uh, I think this is one of the first ones where he did something a little bit different.
0: So. Well, and also Rain Man Rain that classic sort of... Everyone always thinks of Dustin Hoffman. It,
1: it, yeah. It, it, but, but Tom, Tom Cruise holds it. that film together. Yeah, definitely. exactly. Yeah, he, he kind of. It gets,
0: when be, people remember it, they forget about Tom Cruise, don't? They?
1: Yeah, and but it I wouldn't think. be. You know, you needed Tom Cruise's character to to kind of drive that film forward. I suppose. So yeah, yeah. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm having
0: this last one. Go on. So Rich says, Jamie Foxx, Django. <laughs> Django, have you always been alone? I I, I want to go back and watch Django. Actually, I just, they're probably the only Tarantino film I've only seen once. Oh really? Uh, wow. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah.
1: I always uh, remember watching Django and then Twelve Years a Slave fairly close together, and going, "Wow, these are these are different films, man." Yes. <laughs> <Really> different <laughs> no, they,
0: yeah, they came out around a similar time, didn't they? Yeah, didn't I think so. Because uh,
1: I'm sure they were both like around the same Oscar Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Think. Uh,
0: I t- yeah, I, I really rate uh, Jamie Foxx. actor. I saw um, spoke about we spoke have spoke quite a few times about Just Mercy, which came out back in January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really yeah. really cool film, and uh, Jamie Fox is awesome in it. Really but, really.
1: Yeah, good. we we review you, you sent me that for homework week. Yeah, ago, that's right. I remember, a long time ago. Yeah, it's a pretty decent film actually. More news yeah. on on the back of that. Michael what was he Michael B Jordan voted sexiest man alive. You obviously, okay. forgot about. Uh, obviously, weren't tuning into our live stream, were they, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on this eye candy, <laughs> <laughs> any road, right? Cool. Well, that is that is that. Um, I think it's, I always love seeing an actor who, like, essentially the question that I asked, but um, seeing somebody you've you've always kind of pigeonhole to be this this one particular thing and then they do something completely different and you can tell that they're enjoying themselves um another one i didn't add to the list uh al my my cousin alex i I asked him and he's like matthew mcconaughey it's not films but in you know they call it the reconnaissance didn't they when he started um actually breaking away from the rom-coms. So he, he did like True Detective, which was amazing. Yeah, was like, absolutely season. incredible in that film. Yeah, the first mm. season. And then obviously since then, he's done he's done like, he did a film called Killer Joe, which was brilliant. Uh, he did a film with Jack Black called Bernie, which was great. Obviously Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar. And then, you know, if you'd, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, do you think Matthew McConaughey would be one of the most like regarded actors in Hollywood right now? I'd be like, nah, fly away. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. No, yeah, and he's kind of yeah, he's kind of got his feet under the table, definitely in Hollywood. I just love uh, Chris. Just said uh, Christ have just got on this letterbox. That's me not sleeping tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when you first yeah. get it, you want follow to set it up on as it. best yeah. as as good as you can. So yeah, follow yeah. us. Uh, I, can't yeah. Know, I guess we're called Greg Smith and Dave Gash on it, are we?
1: Presume uh, so. I can't remember. <laughs> So this week we are looking at a new-ish film, not necessarily a new release, um, but it came out last year, twenty nineteen, and this is the Irish film *Calm with Horses*.
0: This is, I mean, it's probably worth mentioning that we're, there are still some new films coming out, but like mm. very sort of obscure releases, um, some of them on quite obscure streaming services, like um, is it Mubi, Mubi, M U B I, right, so. and things like that, um, or get, dropping on the BFI player. And, you know, every week we start to really scratch our heads about what to chat about, because obviously Mm. it's about the cinema now. Um, And, you know, we're not going to dive too obscure into these things to sort of because it doesn't make good podcasts if we're chatting about (laughs) something that nobody else is ever going to see. But Calm With Horses is something that's been on my watch list for a while. Mm. Uh, It came out sort of end of 2019, back off 2019. And it's one of these that's now available on Netflix, so... We've taken the opportunity to come and do that as our, in lieu of our sort of new release this week. So, mm. yeah, like I say, it's an Irish film uh, starring um, Cosmo. Cosmo.
1: <laughs> what a name. Cosmo. Cool it's
0: actually called. Oh, oh i well. Oh, yeah, sorry
1: about that. That's my watch.
0: Yeah, um, but he was in that um, Lady Macbeth, at least I've not seen that. Yeah, like, with, saying, um,
1: um, what's the name? Um, Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he was in that, and so he does sort of a bit of acting, but I think primarily he's a musician. And he plays. So you, you want for me to dive in? So it's um, Cosmo Jarvis plays uh, Arm. Who's this? Well, he's a retired boxer, isn't he? And mm. he he sort of like left boxing and got drawn into this crime family, and mm. he gets basically hired by them as their what do they call him? He's the muscle. One of the, the muscle. He's what? Oh, yeah. enforcer. He's an enforcer. Enforcer. And, oh wow. Uh, the film opens with him going into someone's house and beating the living daylights out of them. Um, but isn't it funny how it's it's a horrible scene to watch, but it's um it's it's done in a quite shot in a very sort of mm. artistic way. Yeah, you know, with the sort of yeah. like the way it, it does the cuts and it's
1: almost just that it's st- kind that of static, almost split. like a silhouette of them to a, to a certain extent, isn't it? When yeah. you know he starts like kicking him and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, Chris
0: says, "Sod all to do with horses." Then we'll get to that, Chris. Do you see? We I mean, will get to um, that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and he and he's almost got this reluctance about doing this uh, this work, but he is part of this crime family, mm. and and it is very much spoken about as being a family in in that sort of gang sense of like, yeah. even when there's no blood between them, they're still cons- considered as yeah. family. But actually, really, he is. He is the lap dog. Mm. Um, so and they, they Bar- just take
1: advantage, literally take advantage of him from the start, don't they? And the the yeah. he just doesn't see it that they literally they just see him as the muscle. You know, do do whatever we want it, you to do. Essentially, even to the,
0: even to the point where. Um, I'm going to do some mispronunciations here because I've never heard yeah. these names spoken, but ba- ba- Barry Keegan, who's okay. in loads of other stuff. He's in, uh, you'll have seen him in Dunkirk. He's actually, unsurprisingly, guess which Irish musician Barry Keegan is going to star in in a biopic? Bono. No. think. Oh. Look, look at him. The one, the one who plays... Um, His mate. Dipfner, yeah. yeah. Look, at, look at him. What Irish musician, alcoholic... Is he going to star <laughs> sorry, in the biopic? The
1: uh, Shane McGowan.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to be really? Shane McGowan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost oh, too obvious. When you God. hear me, it, it's like
1: too obvious, isn't it? He's a um, bl- Not Shane McGowan. The He's a bloody good actor. Him. He's, in, oh, he's, he's amazing. in loads of stuff. He's in... Uh, Dunkirk. He's uh, in, uh, what's the the killing of a sacred deer? He's in yeah, that, that film, um, isn't he? Nuts. He's, <laughs> going to be in,
0: he's going to be in Eternals as well. Uh, so he's kind of oh, really... Yeah, up. Uppac- yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's, he's in um,
1: huge. what he is in, and it's only a couple of episodes, um, Chernobyl. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. The, one of the soldiers, you know, they, they go around, like, killing the animals and stuff. Yeah,
0: he's brilliant, oh, he's... and there's something really like... Oh, no, I'm
1: gonna... yeah, look at this. Uh, Hello.
0: Oh, a hair out of place on a Wednesday night. There you go. Oh. There's, some... <laughs> there's something really, um, there's something really sort of what's the word sinister about his eyes mm, and his expression yeah. and he, he looks tired absolutely... all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he's just he's just messed up you look at him yeah. and
1: oh it's horrible he makes you feel really he, uncomfortable you know what it is it's it's something really really great about his performance i thought Everybody was just bob on in this film. Yeah. There was so go him especially. He's always moving, and I, I, it sounds like an odd thing, but he's lit. And I, I suppose it's because that you know he's meant to be on drugs and things like that. But he's yeah. never still. And even if like they stood at the bar, and he's he's almost just like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's like he's slithering everywhere. It sounds yeah, a bit yeah. a bit weird, but he is a little. He's a bit because he's slimy. The slimy character It's like he's always. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get that's what you mean. Absolutely completing. brilliant. Absolutely yeah.
0: brilliant. Well, he plays um, again. pronunciations, anyway, yeah, pronunciation is Dimpfner, who Dimfner, is yeah. the sort of the one of the younger sort of members of the family, but. Arm, Arm is his lapdog, and it literally whistles for him. Uh, it's it's quite, really sort of degrading, and he's yeah. sort of like pushed around and told what to do. There's um, even a
1: scene, sorry to keep jumping, there's even a scene where yeah. like they get into a fight, or well, he gets into a fight, and then Arm has to kind of finish it for him. And he even like goes like, "Come on, let's go!" Like, like yeah. he's a, like a dog. Um, oh, it's, yeah, a yeah. it's lap dog. It's awful. He's
0: he's a complete he's a complete victim to the sort of circumstance, and I, I don't think he can see a way out. And this is all he sort of knows now, or, or you know, this is where he gets back. But they don't even pay him, and it's mm. he's completely getting exploited, and he's got this uh, ex-wife Ursula, um, played by Evna Algar, Yves Algar, um, yeah. and. She and they've got between them an autistic five-year-old son at home, so that mm-hmm. kind of gives the sort of other side, and like the balance, uh, if you like, to to his character. So he's got this kind of split life where he's, you know, trying to help out in every way he can to do uh, with his, with his son. Uh, he's got um got additional needs and then he's got this other life as well that he's getting drawn into and sometimes the his lives overlap a little bit and actually sort of increasingly so and he kind of gets he slips deeper and deeper into this sort of horrible underground world if Mm. you like um and the thing i really like about it is you really feel like you're in the it's almost first person you feel like you are in the in the uh, watch, watching it through the eyes of arm and it's all in yeah. his point of view isn't yeah. it but you feel completely immersed and seeing the world you feel his yeah. torment you feel every decision that he has to make and mm. i don't know some of it's quite tragic in kind of the way things escalate like you know that bit where he gets picked up in the car and he has to go to the farm and yeah. you know he's spending time with his son and you come, oh no don't oh, are you taking mm. why are you taking what in with you i yeah. i don't know And you see that crossover and it's painful mm. to watch isn't it in a way and i don't think I'm, I don't think it's the most amazing plot. In fact, I think to an extent it's quite almost sort of predictable in the way it yeah. plays out. There's no major twists or anything like that. But I think it's all about the performances. I think it's uh, performances of Cosmo Jarvis and Barry Keegan in particular. Absolutely awesome. Mm. But also um, in Ned Denny, who plays Pordy. Pa- Pordy? Is it, is it Porty? I think so, yeah. Um, and David Wilmot plays Hector, so they're
1: like the, the older... <laughs> I've seen uh, David Wilmot sh- pop up in loads of things I've seen, just like little parts and things. Um, yeah. I did a bit, of good, I, a bit of research. I couldn't quite pin my finger on it and what it was. Yeah. He's in a lot of things <sighs> I've seen, but there's one thing that... I, I'm remembering from, but I can't figure out which which one it is. But anyway, okay. So.
0: Well, he was in. We saw you know that short we saw six shooter. He's in that. Yeah, he's, he's That's the exactly other. Exactly what it is. That's exactly it. what that, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, so no, I really enjoyed their performance they, they're, So they're like the heads of this
1: uh, family. Uh, the De- what are they call the denvy Denver family. Den Denvy uh, or something. Yeah, Denver some pa- family. family. Yeah. And then the sort of it, brothers. Not to me, it's quite hard to understand. A lot some of the oh, things I, oh, that oh well. because their accents are so thick. Um, so, so, so I think full disclosure,
0: track. I had subtitles on the whole way, I had subtitles <laughs> on the entire film.
1: Nice, I, okay. I, I just got, I
0: thought I couldn't tune into it, and I was just like, let's save myself a lot of bother. I'm gonna put subs sort on of now. Um, yeah. so, oh, so back to horses. So, Chris, um, you're asking what it's got to do with horses, so it's called Come with Horses because is it a spoiler to say why the horse is involved? Um, no, I don't think no. it is. No. So, so. His autistic five year old son, um, you know, suffers with um, overexposure to overstimulation, doesn't he? So mm. it's like the TV on, he can't have the TV on because he gets very overstimulated and sort of as a, has a sort of like meltdown. And uh, they struggle to sort of keep him calm and calm him down. But one of the things they use for therapy for him is he goes horse riding goes to horse riding lessons, and it's when he's with the horses that his son is absolutely in his calmest and happiest sort of state. But really interestingly as well, there's there's these sort of parallels between the son and Arm, because actually he has a go at one point on the horses he gets invited yeah. to, and it has the same effect on him as well. It calms yeah. him down. So it, it's, a, it's actually a really nice sort of plot point. The the horses part, and that's where, yeah, the title of the film comes from. So, yeah, other than that, nothing to do with horses, but it's it's... like
1: Silence of the Lambs. It's very,
0: very little to do with the title. Yeah, apart Um, from that, just one little bit of dialogue about that. Yeah, backstory. Anyway, so yeah, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I take it you did as well.
1: It was amazing. I thought it was really, really great. It was both. A little bit different from the the film, what was it, Looted, we watched last week. And I said, actually, there's two sides to that film. And I think I could have done without one of them. But I think in this one, you've got the crime side and then you've got the kind of the family story. And I think they both work brilliantly together. And I think you really need to see that sort of dark side of Arm to really kind of enjoy the more poignant moments with with his his family uh yeah. well you know is his, 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 especially his son but also I, I quite like the kind of this is like the most time he's spent with his son and he, he doesn't really understand his condition um and I think like there's there's an innocence to the both of them I suppose yeah. obviously obviously with his son uh being yeah. autistic the, the, you know there's an innocence to him there anyway but with yeah. arm himself he, he's Trying to choose my words in in a, in a particular way. He's quite a simple guy, isn't he? Like yeah, he's, he yeah. doesn't, he, you know, he doesn't need much. He only asks for money every now and again, and he doesn't quite understand a lot of things going on anyway. Um, he's, well, he's, he's he's vulnerable and he's exploited. Yeah, definitely. The the day, definitely. They,
0: they 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 he completely gets used to and I think it's very easy to look at this film and look at the sort of synopsis and think it's it's a film about um, I, an Irish crime family, an Irish, Irish mm. gang, and get turned off. But it's we're not talking Lockstock or yeah, um, yeah. snatch. Uh, or, uh, yeah, there are some bits that are unpleasant to watch, a couple of bits, but actually it's mm. a really really tender drama, and it's yeah. uh, you know it's yeah. a char- it's a character piece, and it's about. Yeah. Relationships between yeah. this this guy and him and his son, him
1: and his ex, and
0: it's. I thought it's, that it's,
1: yeah. It's, yeah. So for me, it's like um, absolute amazing performances all around. For me, the two stand well, the three standouts is Arm um, uh, Demby or whatever he's called, and and the the wife as well, his ex wife or ex girlfriend. She was absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. It was definitely shed some tears <laughs> personally i think that's possible was it, it dusty was it
0: dusty in the room when you were it watching
1: was it. dusty mm. chopping yeah. those onions um so yeah there, there were there were definitely some scenes for me um without going into too much detail as we mentioned that kind of hit a little bit close to home uh, with yeah. my- my boxing past, Greg, as we've said yes. earlier. Uh, but you just yeah. overall, it was it was a brilliant, brilliant film. I, I highly, highly recommend it. And
0: It's a debut from director Nick Rowland, so I think, I'm think i sure we're going to see more of him. So, yeah. you know, you heard him here first. You saw him here first.
1: Yeah. Um, executive produced Mike, Michael Fassbender.
0: Yes, so, it was. Yeah, uh, cool. That's like quite that. cool, isn't it? Yeah, like that. So where can we see this
1: film, Greg? Gone with Horses is available on Netflix now. So Greg would you say this film is greed or 50 shades freed
0: <laughs> I've not seen either of them No is, is right. that, is, greed was the uh,
1: the I think there's four three maybe okay. three or four can't remember
0: I'll go with the good one <laughs>
1: G tips. So this this week's so solid. You is the new Netflix release, and I'm not even sure the full title of this film, Greg. J- the jingle jangle, jingle jangle, a Christmas jingle, jingle. story. I think that's yes. what it's called.
0: jingle jangle, Christmas journey. Uh, oh, okay. Journey, journey being the key word.
1: Well done. Ah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, I get that now. I didn't clock. I didn't clock that. She's called Journey. Got you. Spoiler. Yes.
0: And <laughs> oh I. I mean, I would if I wasn't doing this podcast with you, I would never have watched a Christmas film in, on the second weekend of November before. Yes. But mm-hmm. that's when it's, uh, it's dropped this weekend. Um, dropped. Are we doing that now? We <laughs> said dropped. Dropped. Uh, it's Netflix original. Uh, it stars um, Forrest Whitaker. It's yeah. also got Hugh Bonneville. There's a small role in it, but actually I quite Two like Bonneville in it. Two
1: um, <laughs> sorry two scenes in the same setting i think they he's both got two those together
0: <laughs> yep in one in one day um <laughs> yeah um amongst others i don't really know any of those and he can only keegan michael
1: key is in it um, um oh yeah and of key course. And yes and i think that's it really i didn't oh uh ricky martin is the voice of the uh, weird the little man thing
0: <laughs> what i don't why know not? why, why not? Who can we get who can play a Hispanic um, matador?
1: (laughs) toy matador. Ricky Ricky Martin. Martin. It's him or uh, what's he called? Uh, What's it called? The joke's gone now. He can be your hero, baby. What's his bloody name? Oh, Enrique Iglesias. There you go. It's one of them, isn't it?
0: So, Forrest Whitaker plays Jeronicus Jangle. He's an inventor a toy maker. Um, he owns jangles and things, and well, actually, Forrest Whitaker doesn't start off playing him. He, no, he the, doesn't. The younger version of Jeronicus uh, Jangle is played by Justin Cornwell. He, so, he's this inventor, but he has this apprentice who kind of Takes an opportunity
1: to steal his yeah. ideas. Stop huffing and puffing already! Right? I just, you I, just like it. I think maybe we just simplify this story because it's just nuts. <laughs> He's an inventor. His apprentice steals some ideas. He goes broke. His family leaves him. There you go.
0: Oh well. Also, it's a musical, and <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. didn't realize going
1: in it was a musical uh, as well. Oh,
0: it's right. it, it's shot in Norwich. <laughs> um, Good. Okay. Yeah, it's. Um, what's it called there's a street in norwich and i started looking up because i was like why is this shot in norwich and there is a street in norwich who i'm sure other people have heard of uh it's it is... the uh,
1: pedestrianization like around there
0: <laughs> what do you think of the pedestrianization of norwich city center <laughs> I- i'm all for it but people f- people forget that traders need access to dixons <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a street oh, okay. on, there's a street in Norwich I, I'd love to go there it's this lovely little quaint sort of like cobbled mm-hmm. street that um, it's I mean it's shot there but with also loads of CGI and everything like this. so I guess it's I guess it's sort of it is supposed to be it's a very Christmassy feel I guess it's supposed to probably be England although a lot of the cast are American th- yeah I that's what I said it's,
1: there's a lot of Americans in London that's the first thing
0: <laughs> so is it like, it's supposed to be sort of well, decen- it's got like, like Bobbies decen- hasn't it like yeah of course it has yeah yeah it's almost like the Kennedy in London, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, but I think I think the problem with this film is they try to have too much in it. It's like, like yeah. Netflix like we are going to make mm-hmm. the most quintessentially Christmas film. it's going to be amazing, it's gonna be about toys, you know it's gonna it's gonna have a hot, you know a tender sort of like family sort of sentiment to it, and everything like that mm. it's also going to be a musical we're going to get John legend in to do loads of the music, and it's someone. It's made by a committee, isn't it? This is a Christmas film by a committee. Uh, (laughs) And they've tried to get everything in it. They literally
1: have tried, they've they've gone like, right, so we need to be a really like schmaltzy Christmas film. We need to do what Hamilton did, so it's kind mm-hmm. of like not hip hop, but it's it's you know getting R and B. We need to yeah. be uh, we need to be the greatest showman, you know, all these real feel good sort of songs, yeah, but we also yeah. need like a cute, almost like baby Yoda kind of thing going on in there, um, yeah. which is like this robot, which is ro- just irritating. Um, yeah. You know, when you, you know when, you, when you go
0: and see a new build house and mm. it might be a really small house <laughs> but what they've done is they've put a downstairs toilet, you've got yeah. a toilet in the bathroom, you've also got a toilet in the ensuite. suite mm. but every room is about the size of like a single bed yep. and And it just doesn't work because they've tried Mm -hmm. to do too much. That's what this film is. Uh, They've just tried to throw too much into it. Um, Thanks, Mum. Yes, Elm Hill in Norwich. It's Elm Hill. Google Elm Hill. That's what it is. That's where it's shot. It's a really lovely little road. I would love to go there sometime, but that's where it's shot. Thanks, Mum. Um, Yeah, yeah, um, it's supposed to be a family film. It's 45 minutes too long. It's
1: uh, It's Bloody 50 (laughs) minutes in, nothing had happened. No, <laughs> <laughs> like you get a lot in the first five minutes, and then absolutely nothing for nearly an hour. So yeah, and then it all kicks off. And I'm well, like, oh, they God. have it's
0: the, at the end of the third act. They then have a fourth act. Yeah, it's just like yeah. what? <laughs> no, you've just should, the film's just finished. We don't need to carry on. Yeah,
1: yeah. um, yeah, but it, it's oh, hmm. go on, carry on. Right. Well, my points are: we actually spoke about this a little bit earlier. We said the sound design is terrible because. Yeah. You can just tell they've recorded it all in the studio, make it squeaky clean and there's a lot of altitude. So it doesn't feel like anybody's actually singing and dancing. Well, I will say the production design is pretty great. You know, yeah. the it looks it looks pretty stunning. Magical.
0: It's it magical. magical. It's,
1: yeah. yeah. I like all the you know, the there's some amazing costumes in there, the steampunk kind of stuff with all the cogs and things like that was, was yeah. quite was quite nice. Um yeah. the songs were rubbish. There was just yeah, not a were. memorable song in there. Here's one of the sorry, John Le- John Legend. <laughs> the square root of impossible is me. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Good. Good. It does not make. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so that, I mean, yeah. you
0: times you, you times you is impossible.
1: Yeah. Well, technically, it is. So that kind of does make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah okay, I, I just. It was extra mature cheddar, this this film. Yeah, yeah. just it, far too... Uh, it's. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit speechless from it, how it, purely it, cheese it was. It never felt authentic. Um, yeah,
0: but what I did like? I like the animation. You know, they went to went the to the animation kind of the Stop, things, stop yeah, motion yeah. sort of bits. It's sort of yeah. interweaved with the sort of like backstories. There is sort of stop motion animation, um, but my kids loved it. They sat and watched it and loved it. And do you know what? It's, it's Netflix have completely done the job. They've made a Christmas (laughs) film. They've made another Christmas film and kids are going to watch it and kids are going to love it. And everyone's going to put it on a Netflix and you know, it, it, it will. Well, it's 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 supposed to appeal to the masses. It will appeal mm. to masses. It doesn't mean it's any good, um, it, but it's not. They did uh, last year, or was it the year before? They did the Christmas Chronicles, Christmas Chronicles um, yeah. and, which is amazing. I absolutely mm. love that film, and we'll speak about that um, down line in a few weeks. But you know, they set the bar really
1: high there, and they've they have not met the bar, their own bar. Now, like, all I've seen all week is like clickbait articles. Netflix has released the best Christmas film ever made. It it's not. That's absolute nonsense. I think I'm I'm actually surprised Arthur and Matilda liked it as so much because I thought I thought maybe they might be a little bit too young for it. I think like yeah. a twelve year old would love it. It really it would like be perfect mm. for you know an early teenager, but any older than that, I think people are just gonna see right through it, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Where can we see this film, Greg? Well, it's on Netflix
0: now. So but you know what? put it whilst you in the coming weeks. A lot of people, because in the circumstances have put the tree up, but you've not put your tree up already. Have you?
1: No, no. Good. No,
0: no. <laughs> and a lot, but a lot of people will be doing that this weekend. Still too early. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it might be the first time I put it up in the last weekend in November. That's when we, that's
1: when we said we're going to do it. I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, because it gives a month because in, uh, in the circumstances, <clears throat> you know, let's squeeze what we can out of Christmas. <laughs> <we're> rubbish. <sighs> I bought but, my
1: Booblay vinyl the other day.
0: Oh, did you really? Oh, fantastic! I need to get a new <laughs> stylus from a stylus from record player. Um, nice. But have it on with the have it on with the kids around whilst you putting the tree up. Or like it's it's yeah. gonna make you feel crispy. It's yeah, fine. Have it on in the background. I,
1: but... I felt Christmassy and I felt I felt the the kind of the magic, but that's quickly wore off for me. So.
0: Ebenezer Ebony's calling is miserable. I think it's for I don't know whether that's for not liking this film or
1: for speaking about not putting a tree up too early. Ebenezer, eh? Hey. 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 Anyway, hey. let's leave this section of the podcast. With a jingle. So this week on social media for our Dirty Dozen in honour of uh, Manx upcoming release and the new David Fincher news about the... Uh, the new David Fincher news. The news David Fincher has signed a four-picture deal with Netflix. We thought we'd do Fincher Week, but we'll go sort of slightly off-key. We're not going to do the old Fight Club and Seven and those sorts of ones. We'll do two slightly more low-key David Fincher films. And these were Panic Room and The Social Network. And the winner, Greg, was...
0: The Social wouldn't... Wooden... <laughs> That's easy for you to say. The Social Network with I'm yes. not sure how many...
1: Oh. It was a lot, so cool. we'll just leave it. It was a lot. So twelve words, Greg. Hit me up.
0: Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The most surprisingly brilliant adaptation about the sacrifice of all our personal information.
1: Hey. That's
0: that's thirteen words. So I'll drop the the. <laughs>
1: hey. See what I did there? I like it? I like it. Good, good, good. Okay. Um. Right, 12 words, here we go. Sorry to say it, but better than Trial of the Chicago 7. Cool. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, Callum from my film now, go and check him out on Instagram, uh, says Aaron Sorkin and David Fincher, do I have to say anymore? And that's 12 words. So, thank
1: you. Beautiful. So, don't forget to send us your 12 word review and stay tuned on social media for next week's Day Dozen. <laughs>
0: online want to set us any homework you've got about one minute what do you have for your tea he said? what did i have for my tea have i had my tea
1: i don't know you're asking me
0: i've not had my tea no wait <laughs> i've not had any tea
1: well like joey like my pants <laughs> already feel looser <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I skipped a meal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. I think well, Jane actually asked you, do you need, oh, she said, do you need tea, babe? And that's when you held it oh, up. Oh, I thought she meant she a meant cup a of tea. tea. She said food. That was the last yeah. thing, the last thing it's shown me on, on the stream.
0: Oh, damn it. She was offering me my tea.
1: Oh, well. oh probably I've... a good thing. Cause you eat like a bloody pig down the microphone. So, <laughs> Uh, anyway, we got to film.
0: So all evening uh, we've been on the live stream on Instagram, and we've had uh, Chris U Beauty. If uh, you're on Instagram or Twitch, go and uh, check him out. Um, Chris Holland's had a uh, fr- friend of the show, friend of ours, and he's suggested we supported
1: supported us at the ball ball. Yeah.
0: Ah, with you beauties, yeah. Um, we've uh, he suggested we go and watch The Wrestler, so I've not seen The yeah. Wrestler, you have let's go for that. That's let's quite fitting for to me it. and Chris.
1: Me and Chris went watching WWE together. Oh, like, I'm jealous a, not long ago, <laughs> like a couple okay. of years ago. Uh, okay, um, yeah, so this is Darren Aronofsky's 2000. And, let me have a little thing, let me try and work it out. Go on, then. I'm gonna say. 2008.
0: Yeah, so 2008. The wrestler.
1: Oh, um, at that. So Darren Arbusky is. Oh, of course, it's the Mickey Mickey Rook. It's Mickey one. Rook, um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oscar, yeah, so he was I, so Oscar nominated. I think he won a BAFTA for it. So um, I'm
0: I'm familiar with it, but yeah. Uh, uh, Ram, yes, I haven't seen it. Ramrod. I don't
1: know. Can't remember.
0: Mickey Rook's so, a really interesting guy. Have you heard him? Is it is it Peter Crouch on the Peter Crouch podcast? Tell its stories about when Mickey Rook started like following him around uh, <laughs> in America. With like, I think it was it in Vegas or something like that. Just kept like knocking on his hotel door, say, "Hey, we're partying." And so, I'm sure it was Peter Crouch. I might have gone completely wrong, but he's uh, yeah, he's pretty. He's, he's an odd
1: dude. He's a really weird dude. Yeah. Um, and he's still like he quit acting in like early '90s to become a boxer. Yeah. And like people thought he was like this really like beautiful like pretty guy, and then got his face all mashed up boxing, <laughs> and then had some like yeah. terrible. And he's just had terrible, terrible like plastic surgery since. But then quite recently he's like in his sixties, went back to boxing. Yeah, he's, but it was like in Russia doing like Russian vertical boxing or something. He's just yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a pretty wild dude.
0: And of course he was in Iron Man too, which reminds me, we what we need to do? I, uh, watched, yeah. uh, I watched Captain Marvel the other day. And so I just need to watch Endgame and Homecoming. And then yeah. I'm up to date. I'm up to date on far from the home. old MCU. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. far from home, not
1: Homecoming. So um, said this year now is going to be the first year since 2009 that there's been no, no Marvel films. But, and it's
0: allowed me to catch up. So yeah, so yeah. true. Very true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, the we'll wrestler. do that. We will the watch wrestler, the
1: wrestler, yes. for next week. Amazing. Fantastic. Thanks, Zach. Lovely. Chris. Real. Right, well, we are coming to the end of our twenty fourth episode.
0: We are, maybe. yeah. It's been it's been an interesting one. It's been. It's you've not liked me. You settled into it over this last. settled in.
1: I just kind of feel like maybe we we need to do our kind of catch up and things like that before we turn the stream on. Yeah, uh, okay. I feel like well. I've not spoken to you candidly this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I enjoy that. Well, what we'll do.
0: We'll turn this off and then we'll have a little bit of chat. one.
1: Um, so how is your locked down week looking? Uh,
0: okay. p- pretty more locked down than many because uh, my daughter's having to isolate because of uh, the Rona in, in oh, yeah. her class. She's not got it, but because oh, okay. she's in her school, so she's not going to school at the moment. So, uh, well, she's stuck in the house. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I th- yeah, very even less than last week. But yeah. it's cool. It's just the way That's it is. Cool.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put, I think oh, yeah. what we'll
0: do is take it in turns to get out of the house with Arthur and uh, yeah tag, tag each other we're doing a lot of painting I keep turning around and there's, new, if, anything, there's anything that stays still in this house at the moment is getting painted <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, okay, yeah um, Jane my wife is decided to randomly just paint the kitchen and we've uh, obviously painted that room downstairs we're painting yeah. the kids new room so yeah Amazing. fun 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 That's about as fun as it Woo! gets in uh, Lockheed E2. Uh, what
1: about you? <laughs> Lockheed D 2 Yep. Yeah. There Same you go. Old... Watching The Wrestler. <laughs> Watching I'm yeah. a Celeb. Unfortunately. Yes, Hooked. Course. Hooked. That guy uh, is faking. Just going to throw it out there. Well, I, Have you I,
0: watched? Is this the guy from Radio 1 who yeah. says, oh yeah, I, I don't like, I, I immediately didn't like, I watched, I've watched. i only watched one episode and then my wife made maybe watch a video of him pretending he was scared of snakes. So, yeah, happy place, this happy place, is... turf more, happy place, happy place, yeah. turf more. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. This is yeah. my
1: my theory is he he actually he's not afraid of anything. Well, maybe he's afraid of some things, nuclear war, maybe it could be one of them. But he's actually not afraid of like snakes and stuff like that. And he's just saying that, so it looks like every time he goes in and does one of these tasks, he absolutely smashes it. Yeah. And everyone's going to go, oh look how far he's come. He's overcome all his fears, so he wins because he did pretty well in that,
0: that snake one. We've got your number, nondescript Radio 1 DJ. What's he called? Yeah, I don't know. Chris says anyway. Team, Ver- t- Chris says team, Vernon. team uh, Vernon. Team Vernon.
1: I am... Um, yeah. uh, team uh, Vernon K. Oh. From Balten. I, I said,
0: that when I was explaining to my wife last night, I said he squared up to me once. He didn't square up to me, but uh, I met him. Oh, yeah. And, 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 he's, and he's with Chris Moyles. And uh, I think Chris Moyles said, he was taller out of you two then. So <laughs> Vernon Kay comes and like kind of like you know, well he does square up to me, but in a yeah. in a you know we were Light, we were just, we were just having banter. We were just having banter. <laughs> we were, he squared up to me. I said, Vernon, this is great banter. And and uh, <laughs> This will make
1: a great content on a podcast one day.
0: Yeah. And here we are. Um, and uh it turned out we were the same height, we we're both six foot five. And uh and then I turned to Chris. I said, Chris, how about an autograph? And he says, of course. He says, what's your name? I said, Greg, with one G. And he said, what, Gre? <laughs> we laughed.
1: Tune in to Radio X every morning for Chris Moyle's breakfast show for witty banter.
0: <laughs> I am also... So I'm not doing anything this week. <laughs> Dave, Dave, don't get too drawn into Armistice because it's when it, it, you need to be watching films. I <laughs> know. Yeah,
1: saying to Max, "How the hell am I getting through all these films now?" This this is on. Anyway, uh, password for this week, Greg. Horses.
0: There we Come Calm with
1: horses. There you go. Send us a Why not? horse. Or, or send us a horse. An you actual know. horse. Yeah, perhaps
0: you work at Tesco. Perhaps you're. Friend... Oh, <laughs> topical. <laughs> Mm. not really not,
1: not it's, no, I'm saying it's not that topical <laughs> about 10 years ago anyway and, um, right well have a wonderful weekend Greg What's who's you saying what now sorry I keep looking it's nice having this stream coming in uh, I know I wish I could see it right lovely to let's see wrap you, this though. thing thank up you, thank you to everybody for tuning in
0: yeah the... thanks to those who have bobbed in and off a bit, in and out on the stream
1: <sighs> thanks guys I'm going cheers see you. bye in a bit. everybody bye bye on Friday
0: Oh, I'm going to, how do I end this thing? Oh, there's a big button that says end.